Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the Liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson serious yeah because that guy was, yeah that was the one that did the fucking and it was like oh let's let him pitch shit. game seven yeah. no he shouldn't have pinched he was fucking terrible in the last game yeah 
Game seven, the biggest goddamn game of your life, you're letting that fucking guy pitch? Come on, man. Fuck, dude. Come on, man. Let's fuck. What? Let's fucking. Maybe we should just record that. It was already recording. Oh, we'll start now. You ready? Yeah. Ready? Yes, I'm ready. You're still pressing things. I'm getting into my email. Don't fucking worry about what I'm doing over here. If we're recording, then we're recording. I just told you we were recording. Are you ready? One, two, three. Hugh! <laughs> Crank that soldier boy. Hugh! You Darvish. We are recording right now during Game 7 of the World Series. We are in the third inning. I mean, it was just like, it, hey, let's just go up and fucking record. I'll Couldn't watch, take it anymore. No, I'll watch any Game 7 in any sport. I don't give a fuck what that is, by the way. Yeah. Uh, WNBA, fine. Sure. Fine. Watch, I'll watch game, a game 7? Yeah. yeah. I'll watch Game 7. Um, even though I think they only have five games in the WNBA finals. But how amazing would it be if they had Whatever. Game 7? Yeah, I, I watch since it. Since they normally have you bet. five. You bet. <laughs> you bet. They just went two extra and said, fuck it. I, uh, hockey? Hockey's a great example because I'm not a hockey guy at all. Right. Um, and a lot of people ask me, hey, man, I, I don't understand why, why you don't dig on hockey or there's no hockey. Um, didn't grow up with it in Atlanta, mm-hmm. Georgia. There was only one rink in the entire state growing up as a child, and it was like two hours away. We didn't get the professional NHL team until after I left. And even then, the fans didn't dig it, so it fucking left and went to Calgary. It's gone. It was there right. for like six years and gone. So I didn't even get to see one game. I don't even know what the name of the fucking team is. But when a game seven comes on of hockey, I'll watch that shit. Sure. Um, and that's just you. That's that's me as a person. So I'm watching the World Series, and they start you Darvish. <sighs> but which, if you didn't watch, uh, I think it was game three or game four that he pitched. Um, a guy hit a home run off of him. You Darvish is Asian, and then he made the classic child Asian. Pulling your eyes, pulling to your the eyes side to the side, you know whatever you know, slant fucking thing, mm-hmm. right? He had to apologize for it, and you know the pitcher, you Darvish, came out and said he was offended, and you know hopefully this is a teaching lesson, blah blah blah. Sure. Here was the teaching lesson to me: was you had a really shitty game, you, you pitched less than two innings in that game, gave up ninety fucking runs, um, and then all of a sudden you were pitching game seven. Why the fuck are you pitching game seven? Mm-hmm. So I said to you before the game started, hey, watch. I think this guy's going to get fucking shelled. Sure enough, it's fucking bombs over Baghdad. It's 5-0. They let, he gave up five runs in under two innings, and then they pulled that motherfucker again. I feel like it was pitch one. It was. <laughs> pitch one was like, boom, see ya. It, it was just like, all right. Great. Uh, thanks for being politically correct. Left him I guess. in too. Like it's the yeah. World Series. Like get him the fuck. Get him the fuck out, out of there. here. It's all hands on deck. Last game of the year. Everybody's available to get pitch. Put fucking Clayton Kershaw in there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> for the Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. He's the he's the best. He's the best pitcher there is. Right. Throw. Put him in. Like. God damn it, man. Yeah. Um. And I'm not even a Dodgers fan, and I'm fired up over this because it was just a stupid call. Leave it to L.A., though, to be politically correct mm-hmm. and uh, lose a fucking World Series. Yeah, uh, look, lose I, over it's it. been, I, I will say this. I shit on this series before it even started because the Astros got in. I want to see, uh, obviously, Yankees, Dodgers. Yes. Um, so I took a shit on this series. It's actually been 
one of the greatest World Series yeah. of all time. Now, of now I'm caught up in it. Right. And I feel like it's mandatory that I should root for the Dodgers. I was just at the game what, a, right. week, a week and a half ago in the, the National League Championship game. I feel like I'm rooting for the Dodgers, and I, this shit comes on. As soon as fucking you takes the mound and gets shelled, I'm like, fuck mm. this. Let's just go upstairs and record. Yeah. Just pop Dumb. upstairs and record. Let's record a podcast. Because um, I, don't, I don't need that shit. No. I don't need that shit in my life. No. Sorry. Sorry. You don't need it in your mind, no. or your ears, or your face, or your, or your I don't, eyes. I don't need it like Heidi Klum doesn't need a fucking 10-hour makeup artist for Not her Halloween fair. costume. Not fair. All this shit of like the best celebrity Halloween costumes. Every year she takes it seriously, Heidi Klum, yeah. Yeah, but you have movie quality. Boy. Like she hired a full she hired a full, full effects full effects makeup crew. It might have been the actual original one from the thriller video. I know, that's what she I'm saying. She goes as Michael Jackson from Thriller and you're like, All right, cool. Cool. It could have been anyone under there, but Yeah, like you have the Klumster. money to do that. Klumster. Klumster. I, I, wonder she, I wonder if Heidi Klum's at the game. She goes to shit like that. Um, yeah. Is she in LA? I, I would think she, she does. No, nah, she does a lot of like uh, those shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah. All that yeah, bullshit. Yeah. That's all out of LA. Uh, I wonder if Pimp Pimp asked Rick Fox is at the game. Man, Stickman. He's a stickman. Oh, Classic. Uh, Rick Fox is LA's ultimate pimp. Yeah. Shit. Still got uh, it. He, oh yeah, I, the, the guy is—he's always had it, right? Since college, he played for uh, North Carolina, UNC. Oh shit, pimp, pimp. Sure. Um, you know, all four years graduated, national championship, the whole the whole deal. Goes on to marries Vanessa Williams, uh, plays for the Lakers, wins you know a bunch of titles. Fucking pimp, dude! Just an absolute goddamn pimp. But I, I did see they were it, it, kind of was coming out of some. Some restaurant in L.A. today on TMZ, and they were interviewing him about the Game 7 tonight, you know? And they mm-hmm. were like, what's it like? You've played in a bunch of Game 7s. He's like, man, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I've seen people get so nervous they puke. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody shit their pants. Oh, my God. Yeah, which is awesome. And, like, <laughs> I want to know who that is now, right. where it's just like, hey, bro, you don't just drop a fucking nugget sure. like that and then not tell us. Who shit their pants before There's the game so seven? So many puns in there. I'm just gonna let it. I, what, why do you think I said drop a nugget? Like I want to know who that was. I want to know who shit their pants. Sure. Who was so nervous or sick, just sick about it that they shit their fucking pants? Because that's just like whoa. Because you know that you, you start thinking of those great Laker teams where you're like, all right, you know it wasn't Kobe. No God. Fuck. You know, Shaq didn't give a shit. No. Um, I wonder who was shitting their pants just like, I can't fucking do this. Some white dude, probably. Yeah. Some white dude. We we have intestinal I, problems. You know, it's funny. That was uh, that was speculated on. That it was, it was the white guy, that, that uh, Madsen dude. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe yeah. it was. Um, but, I, you know, if, man, it should be the greatest moment in your life. You shouldn't be shitting yourself like that. Like that's fucking the crazy. The pressure, man. though, it's not all fun and games for them. That's pressure of their fucking life and but livelihood it, it and should, career. And it should be huge. fun. You should want to do it. Like they want to do it. But even they as want a kid, I don't know, man. But even as a kid playing like little league or whatever the fuck sport it was, there was an excitement that man. I I want to be the guy. Like I want to. I want to be up in the bottom of the ninth inning. I want to take the last shot. I want to do the thing. Like, 
I've definitely. I, I just figured professional athletes are born like that, where it's like, hey. Um, I've definitely sabotaged things by wanting it too much. Really? Yes. Like aud- just auditions. That's the only thing I can really compare it to. It's not athletics, but like I've definitely, yeah, ruined auditions by re- like wanting it so bad that yeah. I literally like yeah. can't get out of that. Yeah. And I can't get out of my own way and I cannot control like what my voice is doing, what my body's doing. And I, you know, eventually got to the point where I was just like, all right, whatever, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure the older players are like, whatever. Been here, done that. Like, I keep my job still. It's whatever. Sure. Um, but I think maybe the the new guys, you know, it's like they've, or rookies or whoever um, has that in them. You Darvish isn't new. That motherfucker's old, um, you know? But... He's been around I don't a while. think that's Not the old, issue. Do you think that's the issue with him right now? I, I don't think know, it's man. just it's just a lot, but he doesn't strike me as the person that's like freaking out and um messing up for that reason because he wants it so bad. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um and he's just crumbling. That's all. You know, it's when I going back to the audition thing, I always did well in the big ones. The ones that I never audition wise, the ones that I didn't do well in were the ones that I, I just couldn't get behind the character where it was just like either it was written dumb or I didn't like I don't like and also don't like dumb characters mm-hmm. like I don't like playing dumb characters where it, the the character is physically dumb where you're just right. like all right cool um those are the ones where I I fucking bombed I was just like man I I just this doesn't feel mm-hmm. cool enough to me um I never like the dumb characters and things yeah you know yeah, I, I like the faster ones more. Those are the ones that tanked where I was just like, oh, shit. How do I make this fucking funny? Right. Um, but enough about us, Jabes. Enough about us. We got some sponsors who pay for this shit to be on the air. Uh, surprisingly. Surprisingly, Jabes. Sur- surprisingly. Surprisingly. Uh, a lot of people follow my Instagram on my stories. I'm, I've been putting up my, mo- my mustache growth. Mustache growth. Are you going to take that picture that I told you, that time lapse? I, no, I didn't do that. The people really want it. No, I didn't fucking they do really want, God. They really want you Not to doing do that. Not doing that. I am, I'm on day three <laughs> or four of the mustache challenge. Go to at stjames, stjames on Instagram. You can follow along. Uh, and it's, it's, it's presented by straightrazors.com because they've got some mustache wax as part of their whole fucking deal. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to grease it down once it gets uh, at, at proper length. And, uh, yeah, been trimming it up with a straight razor, and I'm ready to fucking rock. My cock is locked, and I'm ready to rock. Uh, go to straightrazors.com. Get yourself, a, get yourself a kit. Get it for, for the holidays. Get it for your, your, your dad, your brother, uh, your sister, your pregnant sister. We talked about uh, don't, what a great don't pregnant bush shave it is with a straight razor. Still don't do that. Still great. Um, and they've also got the number one ranked aftershave in the world, Smolder, and the number one ranked cologne in the world, which is also Smolder. And fucking A, if you don't get those for your loved ones as a stocking stuffer, you're, you're doing life wrong. Uh, they've got, look, some, some beard oils. They've got some uh, beard conditioner, shampoos, the whole shit. If you're a fucking real goddamn man who's into grooming himself, Go and get this kit now for Christmas. Uh, use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Again, that's straightrazors.com. Promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Huge fan of these guys. Um, I always have been since day one. They just have the like the nicest, classiest shaving shit on the on the planet. 
Go to straightrazors.com, promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Oh, God. Oh, Henry. Oh, God. That's my leg. Um... I don't know what that's my leg is for. <laughs> um, but uh, Strike Force Energy, whoo, boss. They are selling the fuck out of their Virginia Beach location in 7 Elevens, um, South Florida. Go in and demand it from 7 Elevens. Some of you want the Strike Force in there. Uh, South Florida, James. Um, they're, they're fucking everywhere. They're taking over. They got four flavors they got original. They got lemon. They got orange. They got make America grape again. Um, they got it's look. It's a tasty little tiny tin pouch full of energy. You rip it open. You pop it into any liquid available. I'm talking waters, beers, Lacroix, Kool Aids, liquors, wine. You name it. It goes down with everything. And it's just a nice fucking boost. It's better than five hour energy. You can kick the can. You don't need the fucking can anymore. Throw it out the goddamn window. Throw Monster Energy out the fucking window. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Get yourself a ten pack. Just start off. It's fucking $9.99. It's almost, it's almost like they're giving that shit away. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. They ship everywhere in the entire world. And they've got a 750 milliliter bottle that you can just put up on your countertop or bar top and boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and motherfucking goo. Set it and forget it. Set it and forget it, son. Again, strikeforceenergy.com. Promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Last but not least, you know it's that time of year again. <laughs> yeah, you can't see it, but Jables is dancing. Uh, we're talking about a night she cries while he rides his steed, the first oh. ever romance novel for dudes. It's back. You know why it's fucking back, Jabes? Hmm. It's it's the best gift you can get for the holidays. It's true. For a fucking dude. For a dude it really in your is. life. Yeah, it really is. Um, and uh, it's written by the one and only Roster Damas. Master Antonio Latavius Orenthal James Patterson. Um, if you like Blazing Saddles or fucking, you know, just I, I terms of endearment yeah, or fucking Kramer versus Kramer. Kramer versus Kramer. Good to go. Um, if you're soups and no f- funniest book ever written and uh, oddly enough, dude, top ten on Audible still. Highest ranked books on Audible.com top ten. It's a fucking like a four point eight. It's crazy. It's crazy. Good. It's, I mean, it's great. Look, we we hired a team of actors in it. Uh, Jables is in it. I'm in it. Uh, go, go to Amazon and buy it. This shit's out of bookstores. It's sold out now. So just go to Amazon.com, buy that fucking shit, or get it on, on audible.com as well. And uh, the sequel is coming out very, very soon. <laughs> very, very soon. They <laughs> said good. they said uh, late spring, early summer is what, I, what, I'm, what I'm being told. Oh. That's what I'm being told right now. How cool. So, just in New York City, uh, I had a meeting with the agents, and uh, yeah, what I'm what I'm being told is late spring, early summer. We had some fun in New York, We huh? did. We did. Uh, Michael Rappaport. How fucking awesome What was did that I guy? say? What have I he's, been saying on this great, show forever? I know. And I've you been got saying dream open, come true. Dream, dream open come invitation, true. just jokingly, I reference his show constantly. Yep. Just being like, he'll never hear it. He'll never be on. Like, that's just not something that's going to happen, right? In it our is. lives. I made, I made a video. No problem. I saw yeah. the video and boom, boom. he's on. Boom. Come over to my house. Whatever. It's we went cool. Up, we went over to his fucking house and he was a great guy. Man, I was. Great guy. I, I and, and again, like, I've, I've taken some heat. I said this on the last show. I've taken some heat. Like, did I lost like 3,000 Twitter followers? Whatever, dude. Um, Because of, uh, of like his political beliefs. 
again, I want to stress this because I've said it a, a, a number of times. We don't care who you voted for. We genuinely don't care. You should be a fucking cool person. And he was rad. Um, so I, f- fuck it, man. Uh, we didn't talk politics. We didn't do, talk anything about shit like that. Just two bros hanging out, having some beers yeah. at his house. He, didn't, yeah. he doesn't fucking know me. And he had yeah. me at his fucking house. Um, and it I think was it great. was a beautiful thing because it's like. You were nervous, Shapes. You were nervous. I was nervous. Yeah. So what? You came through in the clutch. I'm just saying. That, that had to have been weird. You've it been talking was, about I've, on the show for a while. I've been talking about on the show. And all of a sudden we're in his fucking living room. I turned you on to his podcast. You did? I turned a lot of people on to his podcast. Yeah, yeah. You were the one. And I was like, shit. Um, I, I find I find him highly entertaining. The show went great. And, and uh, I'd like to I'd like to do something else with him again. Yeah. I mean, that people people love that. goddamn Awesome. Show. I think it was an easy hour for him. I think he was surprised. I think he was just, you know, yeah. he, because of all the press he was doing. I think he loved it. Um, but yeah, I was super nervous. I've been fucking with him since day back one, yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah. I were, mean, actor wise. Yes. So like you're more on his level sports and like music wise. But just as an actor, like we like all the same people, the same methods, like this, you know what I mean? He's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. the same kind of dude. People love him in atypical. So on my feed, it was all like atypical, you know, it's just, yeah, absolutely. but it was a beautiful thing that you guys are so different politically. Yes. Very, very different. I think he knew it and I think you knew it. And still you were able to sit down and just be like, common ground like let's just find some common ground like well i I don't do what you do on your instagram i'm gonna do what i do on my instagram but we're two bros just talking why can't we have a conversation about other things other than politics and and not only that but like i don't i don't go out and chat with people about politics in real life so like you know when we go to parties and stuff like that he's definitely don't talk about politics right you don't he's definitely way more outspoken and i think that's why people were like fuck him blah blah blah, because he's really outspoken about it but politically yeah Yes, and you know I am on, he my, can I am on my show, but people know if they're, if you're listening to my show, like hey, I'm gonna I try to keep a somewhat fair and honest opinion of shit. Yeah, um, but, but you gotta respect the fact that he like he says what he says. Totally, he doesn't care. I mean, interesting. People dude. are talking it's shit to dude. him on his feed constantly. Oh yeah. So you yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. all the three thousand that you lost, or the people talking shit, it's like I'm telling you right now, he does not give a fuck. No, I know. I know um, he doesn't. Because that's what he believes and he's just going for it. He doesn't care if you don't like him. So I, I kind of like that too. And people try to fuck with him all day long. I, I, he likes it. He fucking fights with them. He I, likes it. I know. It. I, I saw it on it's his cool. Facebook and I was just like, Jesus. I man. can't tell what he really thinks and if he just wants to f- a fight. You know, I don't really know. Next but in time, person. Next time we get together, because I have a feeling we'll do another when show. We're in together. New York again. I'm sure we'll like, when his book shit is all like. Yeah, chilled out. I'm sure he'll do another one for sure. I I think so too. And like, I, I'd be curious to ask him about that now that I know more about him. But uh, it's fun. It was fun. Uh, and everybody seemed to love the show yesterday. But it was a dream, so which was, was fucking rad. Excited. Uh, the terror attacks in New York City though were fucking weird. We just and left. We had just left too, and it wasn't by his house, was it? No, it no. wasn't by where we. Okay, it was. It was uh other end of town, other but end. um, you know, I I went to grad there and like fuck man it, it's a busy very very busy intersection and it's just like you know th- that motherfucker knew exactly would, what he was doing why did he have fake guns uh because it could it, it, getting a gun in new york is really fucking hard <laughs> um the gun nice. laws in, in new york city by the way are super super strict 
So, uh, you know, to, to take here's how strict the gun laws are. There was a wide receiver for the New York Giants named Plaxico Burris, mm. and he had taken a gun out to a nightclub. Yes. Uh, and he sh- the, the gun went off and he shot himself mm-hmm. on accident because it was in, a, in his yes. jeans, <laughs> went off in his jeans, yes, I shot himself this. in the leg. Got in trouble for it. Went to prison. <laughs> yeah. It's a three-year sentence for in New York having for having a it. gun yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not registered and, and all of that shit. So, like, they, as famous as he is, they do not give a fuck. Man, the gun laws are, are tough there. And the fact that this little fucking jihadist piece of shit was rolling around with a fucking BB gun and what was the other gun? Paintball gun. Yeah, a paintball <laughs> gun. Uh, he got shot in the stomach and the ass. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that they didn't kill him. Well, th- look, they're trying to get more information out That's of That's what him. I mean. I feel like they always just like blow these guys away and then it's like, or they kill themselves yeah. or whatever. And you yeah, just yeah. like don't get to torture them or talk to them. Or, totally. You know? and, and I love Papa Trump coming on today saying, hey, uh, the, the option is open to send this, this motherfucker to Guantanamo Bay, which would be delightful. Nice. Delightful. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I say they parade this little motherfucker mm-hmm. around in court, make a big deal out of it. And then, I, again, I don't I don't agree with the death penalty in situations like this at all. I would rather see him live his shitty, miserable life in jail, getting yep. raped a million times, yeah, um, okay, okay. and then going to fucking, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Alu Akbar, wherever the fuck you're going, and then, uh, and that be it. Like, be, like... Congratulations. Here's the next 65 years of your life, you mm-hmm. piece of shit. So anyone Go else to that wants to do this, you better make sure that you die. Yeah. Because if we catch you and you're alive. Ah, oh, boy. Uh, that, is that prison? Imagine going to prison in New York and, and everybody knows that's you. Forget oh, it. Oh, and you killed New Yorkers? Forget it. Yeah. Because they'll probably well, start off at Rikers somewhere in there and oh, then, yeah. you know, ship down to Guantanamo. Have fun, bud. You fucking piece of shit. Um, And again, I hate shit like this where you're driving over a crowd. Because then, you know, what are we going to have? Fucking bars up over the streets now? Along the streets? Are we going to have guardrails over every piece of sidewalk and everything? Like, that's what I enjoy about New York. And me and you personally love the city of New York so much. So much. That it's like, man, I don't want to be looking over my shoulder over... You know, I know. Thinking about some dumb motherfucker like this. Coming up on this the This is the curb. second time this has happened. Fuck. And in the last less than six months. And it's like, God damn it, man. I don't, I, I love New York. I like the fact that I can walk around everywhere. I like the fact that I can catch cabs and right. do shit. Like, right. I'm not worried about shit like this. Now, now you start to think about it and you're like, oh, God, I am. And it's like, fuck you. Fuck you guys, man. And it's such a great city that that's part of the, the fabric of the city of New York itself is that you're able to move around freely. And, you know, yes, there's a lot of people with you going places or running or biking or jogging or whatever the fuck they're doing. But that's the beauty of New York is that, you know, you're all not stuck in your cars like in L.A. And you can't go anywhere. And it's like, you know, look, in L.A., you'd have a hard time mowing motherfuckers down in a car because everybody's in their car. Nobody's walking. So like in New York, you're very you're really vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, you're You're walking everywhere. You're just you. You're walking everywhere. You're walking in big groups. You're walking across busy intersections like when it's not even green. You know, it's not even go. You're all just like going in between cars and just you're just vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, But the thing is, like. I oh it's always a rented car, right? So they have like this 
So ISIS. It was a truck from Home Depot. Yeah, rented yeah. truck from Home Depot. So like ISIS, when they send out these, it, there's like a magazine or whatever, and it it kind of like a brochure. Yeah, it kind of is. It's, no, it's whatever. I, it's I've like seen deep, it. yeah. deep. So, yeah. but they lay out exactly how to do this. So exactly how to rent the car, exactly what to do, exactly to run over, then jump out. Once the car is done, you can't go anymore. Jump out and either stab or shoot. Yes, depending on what you can get. Yes. So I just kind of like. Can we racial profile for like renting cars? Well, here's the thing: they renting inter- big trucks, the, renting big vans. Like, can we make the it? The feds had stopped this guy and interviewed him in 2015 for being part of this fucking, I you know, ISIS social media bullshit that he was on. Like, hey guys, that there should be no interview after that. If you're on the fucking message boards of ISIS, congratulations, Bye. yeah, get the fuck out of our country. Bye. I don't want to see these assholes anywhere. Like. Pro- profile all of them get i mean get these motherfuckers out of this country like stop the visas yeah. stop all this shit because he got he got one he of those bullshit green- visas that chuck schumer has green card yeah but yeah. it was like this you know oh we're making the the di- a diversity visa is, is what it was oh, okay. of like trying to fucking it, it's some shitty bill passed by the democrats so I'm like, oh my God, we're, hey, guess what? We're not racist. We're going to let these other people in front of the country. It's not, it's not that. It's not about that. It's not about race. It's about religion and this, this stupid shit of these, these fucking radicalized assholes. And it's like, dude, get them the fuck out of the country. Get them out of here. I'm, I'm sick of hearing this shit. And they're ruining like all of our greatest cities. It's not fucking fun anymore to go out. Because you're starting to, like, a lot of people are starting to worry about this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck, man. Just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Get, go, to, go to Syria. Go to the Middle East. Stay there. Live there. Do your own bullshit where you blow each other up until the end of fucking time. Because you've been doing it for the last 3,000 years. I don't give a baker's fuck. Like, put them all in a, in a goddamn fucking Game of Thrones type situation. Where mm-hmm. it's like, hey... Everybody who's radicalized Muslim, just let them go at it for fuck. Put put it on pay per view. I don't get. I pay to watch them kill themselves. Um, you know, fuck. Because the the ones who don't convert, that's the ones they end up killing and all this other shit. And it's just like fuck you guys, man. Um, I I I would say it's have them be like a game of death between between each other. And it's like, let's prove how how good of a terrorist you are. Why don't you why don't you see who's the last one standing in that, and then we'll give you some fucking prize. You know, right? Really line up, you know, fucking eighty virgin sheep or whatever that is. You know, you're fucking in the hills of of Afghanistan, like sure. So uh, I don't know. You're, you're Anyways, inbred. I'm not gonna say thoughts and prayers in New York. I'm not because they don't fucking need it. They're hard as shit. New Yorkers are hard as shit. They and definitely get... still went out and fucking partied for Halloween hard. Yeah, and the, like you'll you'll you know if there's one city that that's used to overcoming tragedy, it's New York and. Right. Uh, Fuck, man. It's just shitty. We were just there. Uh, mm-hmm. We go there a lot, and it, it, I fucking hate it. I hate it. But you know what I love today? What? did love something today. Try to find the positives and shit. Sure. Um, you know, go to work today, and the uh, I got a little alert for the I, Tanya trailer. The Red Band trailer dropped for uh, the Tanya Harding movie. Dude, saw it. Barah. I mean, I did not want to like it. I did not think I was going to like it. Margot Robbie, boy. I thought there's no fucking way that Margot Robbie can be Tanya Harding. She's fucking good. She is good. She's turning out to be one of the fucking greats, dude. I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but 
from the trailer and from what I've heard, like she fucking kills it again. Another performance. A buddy of mine who's a critic saw a screener and was just like, yo, it's my fucking favorite movie, man, of the year. It looks badass. Like, it looks like I would go to a theater. Funny. Yeah, it's, it. it's funny and and all that shit. And uh, stoked on it, man. Yeah. I'm stoked on I, 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 Tanya. Like, it looks a little weird, a little artistic, a little like. Yeah, dark. Fuck yeah. Dude. But funny. And it's like the, like the, the acting choices were great. That one shot of her with that makeup. Remember that horrible makeup that she had that one time? Where it's just like. Oh, yeah. So th- that on one shot. And, yeah. Of yeah. Margot Robbie with that. I was just like. Uh, they fucking got it. Yeah. They got it. It looks good. The fucked up thing is now Tanya Harding is going to make a comeback. You'll see her pop up on shit. You think so? Absolutely. She, That's about her. I know. She'll be at the premiere. She'll do the, she'll do press. She'll do interviews. She'll do all of it and be like, what do you, oh, what do you think of that? so bad at that. The weird thing is, is like I, as a kid, I remember this story so vividly growing up because I watched it unfold in real time and that was... It was right around that, that TMZ moment where it was like every day it was that story, Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding. Um, and she, she got shit on for crying so much, Nancy Kerrigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't make a movie about Nancy Kerrigan either. No. They make a fucking movie about Tanya Harding. Yep. <laughs> it looks amazing. And Nancy Kerrigan still, oh. that ice queen, that fucking stick up her ass. Like, yeah. You know what? Like, you know, people, you have to be really bad when that happens to you and people are still like, yeah, but she's bitchy. I know. You're like, I know. Dang, dude. Yeah. Um, I remember Tanya Harding's sex tape. Oh. Yeah. With who? Uh, Jeff Galuli was his name. Um, they did a, uh, on their wedding night, they made a fucking sex tape where she's in the. She's in the fucking dress, the whole thing. Sure. Super. If you if you Google it, uh, you know it, it's super VCR. Like it's it was sh- shot on like VCR tape. Yeah, sure. And uh, it's just as gross as you think it would be. Yes, I mean it's, it's a married couple on their wedding day. But it's Tanya Harding. I know. I'm just saying that's just not like, nobody uh, wants to see that. Yeah. That's not the kind of sex you want to see. So I wonder if that'll be in the movie because that wasn't in the trailer. Um, well, she liked it, so that makes me feel weird, too. She liked the sex tape? Tanya liked the movie. Oh, she saw it? Yeah. Get the and fuck out of like here. And was, like, really complimentary. Where'd, to, you, where, where'd you see it? I just saw Margot Robbie talking about it talking about it on this thing. They were like, who of, of the cast and director and everything yeah, has yeah, met yeah, Tanya yeah. Harding? And she's like, me and the director only. Not Janny, not anybody. Right. And um, she saw it. Yeah. And um, I guess was really complimentary and really nice and gracious. And I fucking a dude. So it's that a makes Tanya Harding come back. But that's what I feel like. What is in there? Like they can't really go too deep because she liked it, or does she? She just like fucking whatever at this point. I don't know. Well, again, going back to the sex tape. If that if that's your life and you did all of this fucked up shit, um, I. I'm sure she sold the rights to her, to her, her life. Is she maintaining that she didn't do it? I don't know. It's a great question. Because what I heard is it was, it was the fucking Galuli guy um, or, right. the bo- or the bodyguard or whatever yeah, the fuck so it was. Yes, it was all these people connected to her. But she's never physically come out and said. She's saying, I had nothing to do I with this. Yeah, nor did I know about it. Oh, which, God. See. Which I think is bullshit. It could not be bullshit. So I, that I, must I don't know. be what the movie is saying. Could be. We'll see. Or else she wouldn't fucking be into it. I, who knows? Mm. You never know. It's been enough time I has passed now. I underestimate her, maybe. Yeah, enough time has passed now. And she doesn't, 
she obviously doesn't care about shit. So like, you know, she did. Do you remember the? She was in celebrity boxing yes. doing that shit with um the sex tape. Fuko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sex tape. I mean, you name it, she's done it. So it's like, sure. yeah, I don't sure. know. All right. I don't know. I watched that thirty for thirty too. Uh, with her and Kerrigan. Oh, it was great. It was fucking good. But her really interviews, dang, she was like in the back of some bar I playing know. pool God. and smoking. Like, creepy. For her 30 for 30 interview. I, I was like, ha. Ah. So good. Hunting. So good. Just fuck it. And we're, hey, we're less than a week away from Ric Flair's 30 for 30. God damn it, man. They keep dropping little nuggets of fucking goodness from that. <laughs> I cannot. What's the nugget thing today? Oh, boy. Oh, Hungry? Boy. Hungry fella? Well, <laughs> I know. That's what happens I when you don't feed me. I could use a couple nuggets. What, did I, I not know. feed you? I, I didn't feel like I was properly fed today. You know? I got a bowl I of soup. I didn't make you a homemade like I was, stew? Like I was Oliver Twist. I got fucking one bowl of soup. What know. do you want, Prince Ross? Can I have more, please? More? What do you want, Prince Ross? Nah. What do I, you want? I'm just saying some lamb shanks would be nice would they uh an eight course meal so i want to start small and then go big you know work my way up mm-hmm. a nice uh uh bon appetit um yeah you know uh-huh. is that is that what they called an antif a paratif yeah yeah i could have had one i could have had six of those sure and then um you know uh, again a nice just a nice lamb shake or a beef wellington <laughs> mm. <laughs> people a don't boof? know a boof people don't know because everybody was like uh, what would your porn star name be? And forever I've said Beef, Beef Wellington. Yeah. Beef Wellington. Beef yeah. Wellington. Remember that used to be a thing of like. What a weird question for everyone to ask you. Well, mm-hmm. do you remember it was going around? It was like for two years your friends were like, what's what's the, the name oh. of your first dog in your street? Yeah. That's your porn or name. Or your middle name and your, what is it? I heard that in every conversation for about two years I stepped into and I was just like. Man, I I'm gonna be honest with you. I've had my porn name picked up for a long time. Yeah, so we're and not it's getting beef, it's Beef Wellington, um, and it's it was always like I had a catchphrase for it too. Did you order the beef Wellington? <laughs> oh, I bet because I like it pink in the middle, and that was my catchphrase. Yeah, I like mine pink in the middle. Beef wellington (laughs) and then what it was was it was my dick and balls on a silver serving tray yeah and then i would pull up the that like metal dome yeah the the metal dome top and it was just sure it was parsley next to it there was potatoes a little lemon wedge yeah yeah. it was it was a garlic mashed potatoes it was nice next to it yeah um it was a little uh gravy boat no (laughs) no what's the yellow uh uh yes a little baronese on my my junk, my province, oh, wow. uh, a little broccoli, but the broccoli was around, um, you know, the bottom of the shaft. So it was kind of like a pube display. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously. And it was right? a nice thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, did you order the beef? Yeah. Wellington. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah. I get it. Giving it, giving it to you pink in the middle. Um, mm. That was my, that was my porn name. That's great. That was a nice thing. That's really great. And then the, the fucking Hollywood shit continues to fucking just keep going. Man. I almost don't want to talk about this, but we, we, we almost have to because every day it's somebody new. I know. Uh, today was uh, Dustin Hoffman, mm-hmm. who I, ah, I'm going to, nah, this, one, this one was bullshit to me. 30 years ago, on a set, 32 years ago to be precise, on a set, a 17-year-old fucking PA. He was a dirty dog. She, she said he was, right? Yes, I, but I, that's what all of this is, as she said. 
I guess. But, you know, grabbing her ass or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, all of us have done that at some point in our life as a dude. Um, grabbed fu- a 17 year old's butt? No, well, no, no. Oh, but but oh, grabbed okay, a, okay. a female's ass at some point or did something inappropriate. And, uh, you know, I, Dustin Hoffman, I can speak for personally. My One of my best friends in this entire world, who I've known for fucking 23 years, uh, she was his personal assistant for, I want to say, almost three or four years, somewhere in that, that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. He had a team of about 12 assistants that worked for him, worked at the house. So it wasn't like in an office, you know, you're not at a production office or whatever. She worked at the house. She worked on the weekends. She worked all the fucking time. I mean, relentless hours. He was nothing but kind. Never fucking hit on her. Never did any of that shit. Or to the other assistants, because it was all females. And um, I, I, he's one of the ones that I've never heard a bad word about. Mm-hmm. Like, ever. Like, Dustin, it's just... The, he, he, if it is true, he was how old? 40? 40, maybe? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well... Yeah, he's got to be close to 75 now. Yeah, so um, can you see yourself like grabbing a 17-year-old's ass and like I don't know. making I mean, advances? She, so she said it was in 1985. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it was different, but it was. Like people encourage that type of behavior and shit like that. And, you know, these fucking people would come and flirt with the stars on set and all that shit. I don't really know the circumstances, but like to come out and say, hey, like, 32 years later, I'm yeah. finally ready to tell the yeah. story. Yeah. I don't know, man. And, and, and again, it's just like career ruining. It's just, a, it's, it's hardcore. It's fucked it's hardcore. up. And like, again, like if I didn't have a personal connection to him where it was just like, shit, like she worked from every day for three or four years, like with all of these right. girls who were in their 20s, like at his house. Mm-hmm. If there was a bad story, I would have heard it. Right. Like, she she's not that type of girl she would have been like fuck off i'm out of here yeah um nothing nothing uh and, and like he would call the house because it was you know we had ha- we still had a house phone he would call the house for shit all the time uh he gave his fucking laker tickets all the time courtside seats like he he was always completely gen and it was to her obviously and she took us mm-hmm. um you know my best friend is is married to it like if there was something fucked up with dustin hoffman i would have known about it and that this was to put it in perspective, this was 15 years ago. So, you know, he would have been 60. Like, come on. I, I just I have a hard time with that one. Uh, the only one that broke today was uh, Brett Ratner. That one you do definitely know. don't have a hard time with that. Yeah. Um, got, a, got a real awesome story about that. And I don't know if I've told this on this show before. I don't know. Um, but if I haven't, uh, I'm going to tell it now. If I have, I'm really sorry for repeating the story, but it was a, it's a pretty fucking fun goddamn story. Um, I, I want to say it was maybe 2002, 2003. Uh, I got invited to the MTV Movie Awards. I was doing press for a movie, and my publicist had Drea DiMatteo, who was the uh, the blonde on the on the Sopranos. Um, she ended up getting offed. Um, mm. She was Michael Imperioli's wife on the show. Oh, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Great, great actress. Um, at the time, she was dating Shooter Jennings. Um, and they, got, they got married afterwards. Um, he, and he was awesome. He's Waylon Jennings' son. He's a music, uh, musician. He's but, a magician? Yeah. That'd be Look, awesome. we're all magicians. Um, <laughs> but uh, Shooter was fucking cool as fuck. 
Uh, she was cool as fuck. She brought a huge bottle of whiskey to the MCB Movie Awards. And uh, I, I, I didn't go with anyone because we were part of the cast. So we each only got like one ticket to go, you know? So my publicist paired us up and they were, she was like, yo, you're going to love Dre and, and, and Shooter. They're fucking rad. They're your type of peeps. Like, y- you know, you'll be able to have fun and drink with them. I was like, oh, all right, right on. Show goes on. We have a fucking split this bottle of whiskey. It's fucking awesome. Afterwards, she had a limo. I, I didn't have too much money at the time. But she had a limo sent for her. She was like, yo, we're going to Brett Ratner's house. You want to come to this fucking party? And I was like, yeah. She was like, come in the limo. Let's go. We're doing shots in limo. Do shots in limo. Head up to Brett Ratner's house. He's got this fucking huge palatial fucking mansion with this like dope ass pool and grotto and the whole fucking shit. When we walk in, uh, a guy who, you know, at the time it seemed like a butler. Mm-hmm. Found out later it was a security guard. Looks at me and Shooter and was like, all right, guys. Um, uh, tell you what, uh, the, the bar is downstairs. Help yourself to the bar. And, uh, you know, uh, Brett's going to show Dre around the house. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. Sounds good, you know, mm. right on. Because mm-hmm. uh, you would figure at that point, Dre was super fucking famous. And it was just like, yeah, this makes sense. Like, she'd probably be in a Brett Ratner movie. And this, right. would, this would be the thing. Right. <laughs> Shooter and I go downstairs. And there's like 60 dudes. Just dudes. And there's a there's a bar, but it's like like really like low low class liquor in there, like mm-hmm. like Mister Boston's and shit like that. Pop off, yeah, yeah, pop off and everything else. And it was just like, all right, cool. <laughs> and Thanks, buddy. <laughs> and so we're having some drinks downstairs, just us and all these dudes. And and finally, one of the dudes, you know, after maybe fifteen minutes, was like, "Hey, man, do you notice that we're we're." like a huge group of dudes here and there's not one girl down here. And I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck? Like, I, f- I felt like I was in get out the movie and I was just like, wait, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? So I was like, uh, yeah, this is weird. And I was like, Hey man, shooter. I was like, do you want to go check on Andrea or whatever? And he was like, yeah, 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 this, I didn't really notice this, you know, but like we're at a bar, we're downstairs, we're at Brett Ratner's house. What the fuck? Right. No big deal. Uh, we walk upstairs, security guard stops us. We find out this guy was not a butler. It was a security guard. And he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nobody, nobody else is allowed upstairs. We're like, like what? 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 Yeah, what the fuck's going on? And like, I, I peer around the security guard and I see like 60 girls out by the fucking pool. Just oh like, it's God. like in slow-mo. It's like an old school, like 80s yep. fucking topless spring break, uh, you know, Michelob light commercial where you're just like, Jesus, they're having the greatest time of their life, but it's all chicks. And I'm like, what the fuck? We're the, the thing or whatever. And I, I just, we see Drea like stomping in the background and she goes, guys, we're fucking leaving. We're fucking <laughs> leaving. And I was like, what happened? She was like, I don't know, man. It was fucking showing me the house and shit got weird. All the girls are up here. All the dudes are downstairs. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, um, and I, after that moment, I was like, oh, shit. This this is what goes down here. Oh, like, yeah. This, he, Brett Ratner was trying to take on all 60 girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, percentage, he was playing a percentage. Game. Well, shoot or shoot, you know what I'm saying? Um, right. I, I, I would have figured at the time, like looking back on this, Brett Ratner was famous. Like the rush hours were in their peak right then, like pr- prime right? time. Like everybody knew Brett Ratner. He's very outspoken, cocky little fucker. And uh, it was like, what, what do you have to worry about competition for? Like you could still fuck any one of these chicks or whatever and right. like 
so it, it was just like weird. Why? Why do it? I don't. I don't understand. It's just like a thing that they're into because they can. They could get slutty chicks all over the place. What's the prop? Like, why do you know. have to like get these it's fucking weird actresses man. and hold something over them and make them feel why? Uh, it's strange. So with him, like, hey, man, I, look, I can tell you my story, and it's fucking weird. So the other shit, yeah, probably. Um, but what I don't get is you're still Brett Ratner. Like, you could still just fuck every 22-year-old actress that comes to town and not really give a shit about it. Right. Um, you know, because, like, dude, he would hire models and all this other shit as extras. And, um, like, that I knew. But it was like, eh, typical shit. Like, you know, it's still up to them if they wanted to fucking play ball or not like right uh so it was fucking weird but i i I will say this i we've gotten i've gotten a lot of messages personally of like hey ross if you know about this shit like the kevin spacey thing Mm -hmm. talked about the kevin spacey thing the other night if you know about this shit why not just say the rest of these people um because aren't you then you know part of it if you're not saying anything either do you know for sure uh what i know is this I was not, I thought about this a lot today. I was not inside the bedroom. I was not locked inside their house with these people. But the the episode we did about Harvey Weinstein called Everybody in Hollywood Knew, there's a lot of people that everybody in Hollywood knows about. And I, and I think now, because everybody's like, oh man, how much worse can it get? It's going to get a lot worse. It's going to get a lot fucking worse. And uh, I, I can name who I think these people are. Okay. Um, and again, this is this will be my s- speculation of who is next, but these are the stories that I've I have heard. And um, fuck it, I, I think I think uh, I think Brian Singer is going to be next. I think the director um, Brian Singer is going to be next. And uh, uh, th- there has been a lot of stories over the years uh, about him personally that I I've personally heard. And people that have been to his house for parties and shit like that. And like, he, he's one that, that's uh, for, for young boys. Um, okay. And that, that, is, that is a thing that has definitely gone uh, uh, around for a while. And uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see him on this list coming up. Uh, David Geffen is another one. Who's hmm. arguably... If not the most powerful music producer of all time, um, Geffen Records, and uh, they all hang in the same crowd. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be shocked that one. Uh, the other ones, and, and the, that one that might be surprising is is Jeffrey Katzenberg. Been a lot of stories that went around about him. Um, what is he from? He is uh, the co-founder of DreamWorks with Spielberg. Okay, yeah, yeah. SKG. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the K, and that's uh, Spielberg, Katzenberg, Geffen. That is DreamWorks. Oh, okay. Um, Katzenberg and in, in, in Geffen, uh, and then you know, if those two fall, if those two dominoes fall, then they're going to come after Steven Spielberg for why were you partners with these guys? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think those are the those are the th- those are three big ones, power player wise, on that. Uh, on the actor side, A list left. Uh, I, Travolta's out there, man. Um, that's that's one that uh, personal friends of mine have had issues with, and um, they they were not underage, but 
there's been some advances and things like that on sets where it was just like, hey, that they worked with them. So that 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 those are my guesses for what eventually will come out. And I think everybody in town right now is probably shitting their pants over these these stories and, and whether or not they're going to get out. Um, and I look the 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 fucking Dustin Hoffman thing was a surprise. The the rest of these have not been mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're like, yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 like, a lot of people have asking, like, 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 how truly is this? It? How bad is this going to be? No, I, I think you've just hit the tip of the iceberg, and like, the rest of these are going to start crumbling down. I mean, today was uh, the head of NPR resigned uh, for sexual allegations. Head of NPR. Yeah. Um. That the dude. Oh yeah, he went down today. He okay. resigned. Uh, that Halpern guy from oh, the circus—that's right. That one surprised me. Yep, he went down. So they they dropped him from the circus. Penguin dropped his book deal, um, and he got, he lost his HBO show as well. Uh, House of Cards, by the way, for Spacey. They said there was going to be the last season. They actually switched it and said we're done now. So this is oh boy. They suspended production indefinitely, and they were. I, I want to say a couple episodes into shooting that season, and now it's done. Um. So, uh, they're they're not they're not putting up with this, and if you're attached to this shit, uh, you're going down fast. You're going down fast, and and at the agency level, like I'm with a pretty big agency at a meeting there in New York and and again this isn't like to yank my own dick but the assistants were talking about it the female mm-hmm. assistants were where they were just like man and they were they were amped that this shit is coming out i will say that like they were excited about it because it you know they want to work in a fucking harassment free work environment yeah dude so don't we all yeah so i the culture is changing i don't I don't think this is all necessarily good for Hollywood because of the box office is tanking every single weekend and, and uh, it doesn't help matters, but you've got to out it and get rid of it yeah. and move on mm-hmm. to move forward. So, um, yeah, uh, that, that, that's what's going on. So uh, th- those are my guesses. Those, those, are, the, those are the people and, uh, you know, I don't want to say like I'm fucking speaking out or, or any of that shit, but you know, you guys have asked of like, all right, great. What, you know, if you knew who else is out there that you know about, and it was like, th- these are the prominent ones that were, you know, personal friends have been involved with, with those. Right. So the ones that I'm naming are, are it's not like, Oh, uh, Hey, just stories. Like I've had some friends that have had some dealings with them and, and, and it is what it is. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. But if those are the ones that fall, uh, shit. We're not going to jump for joy, but you can definitely. Not going to uh, jump for joy, and DM. I'm not. I'm not going to say yeah, yeah. But it's it's one of those things where, you know, if, if these guys go down, um, fuck man, I, that that'll nuke out half, like half the industry. Yeah. Like, um, especially with with going on. But we want to end on a positive note tonight. Yeah. Um, and we we did a segment last week that. Shit, I want to say, I want to say it was the most requested segment of all time. 
And I'm talking about Crime Corner. Crime Corner. Crime well, Corner. Guys, isn't it always in Florida? Is it? Right. Who do you got? Who do you got? Florida man accused of hurling his glass eye at an ER doctor. Whoa. Yeah. He, and he allegedly said while he did it, I can do whatever I feel like doing. Okay. <laughs> so this guy's amazing. I just want to like put that out there. This Florida man facing stuck. charge. What's the so crime? Was, What's the crime? What's he being charged with? Well, he first, he was first, uh, he was facing charges for battery um, after police. Well, okay. It was domestic violence. <laughs> Obviously it started, right? Domestic violence. So the cops came, got him. Um, and uh, it, the, they said, you know, it may, the, the domestic battery charge yep. may have been fueled by uh, drugs and alcohol. And I said, what? Yeah. I said, who? I said, not Dorsey. Crime corner. Not Dorsey. Michael Dorsey, okay? 54-year-old. Sure. Largo. Sure. Largo, oh, Florida. Largo, Steer Florida. Clear. Big fan. Big Steer fan. clear. So they took him to the hospital to be evaluated. And um, while he was in there, he allegedly, well, he did, took out his glass eye and said, I can, they were like, don't do that. And he said, I can do whatever I feel like doing. And he threw it at the nurse. All I'm picturing is like this cue like the benny hill music where they're all just like it's yeah, rolling yeah, yeah, around yeah. and they're all kind of like looking for the eye sure but i think the main thing is just like how awesome this guy is he also on his forearm mm-hmm. look him up you guys look his mugshot What's because his he doesn't have the glass eye in his mugshot it's michael dorsey oh so what what can you just see his fucking you just see his de- his, his me- hole it's a red hole in his fucking eye. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Yeah, but he looks like a real... He looks like Michael Dorsey. Like, exactly what you guys are thinking. Yeah. That's what he looks Michael like. Michael Dorsey. On his forearm, he has Dorsey Touch tattooed. What does that mean? The Dorsey Touch, girl. Oh, come Listen, on, you got a little. Of, you got a little of the Dorsey Touch. <laughs> I do oh, whatever boy. I feel like doing, okay? Yeah. This glass hole... I mean, <laughs> nailed it, nailed it, boom. And this has been Crime Corner, Crime Corner, all the hard hitting crimes that you guys need to know. Please about. tell me you're going to put that, that special <laughs> effects. Did you put you put some effects in last time? Everybody was talking about it's it. It's going to be the same every time. Good, it's going to be good. the the classic Crime Corner. Don't worry, guys. Thank God. I was I was worried. So I was Michael, worried about your crime open corner. invitation. To if you want to call show. in. Nope. We would love to talk to you. You sound amazing. <laughs> and ouch, wouldn't that hurt? Glass Keep eye. Keep your eye the... on the prize, Michael. <laughs> Glass Keep eye to the, the fucking dome. Right in the dome. What if it took your eye out? Man, if if a if a if, if a, a glass, glass eye, eye <laughs> hopped off hopped off my, my dome and uh and rolled around, I look I'd I'd be shocked Listen, about it. Listen. Yeah. I'd be really stunned by it. Um Anyways. man, you can only get these hard hitting stories. From I know crime you guys. corner, crime corner, crime corner, and oh, I also want to say his uh, his bail was thirty thousand, thirty grand, thirty grand, five thousand of which is for the eye tossing incident. Okay, uh. <laughs> so that they only gets you five. That? Yeah, it only gets you five. Okay, right. so just if you guys know, if you want to know, like sure, um, and, with, and with a bail, what you you pay ten percent of that? Is that what the deal is? Yeah, yeah, cash, cash, yeah, 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 yeah. and then they get to keep it or. 
Yeah. Whatever. So you're looking at three. But you'll need assets. So it's like cash with assets. So you'll right. need a house that's worth, what, right? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, not the, that the I know. The Dorsey Touch. The Dorsey Touch, girls. What, what up? What up? What up, girls? <laughs> the Dorsey fucking touch. Anyways. Uh, that brings us to the revolutionary figure of the day. Uh, since we're in game seven of a World Series, um, this one's going out to Bill Mazeroski, um, who is still, this was the greatest uh, game seven in World Series history. Um, came to the plate, bottom of the ninth, score tied 9-9, hit a home run to give the Pirates the first World Series title since 1925. And this happened October 13th, 1960. Um, how I believe that was the shot heard around the world. Everybody fucking, the most famous home run in a, in a game seven. Uh, you know how much poon he probably got in fucking Pittsburgh? Tons. Uh, Tons steel, of poon. Steel, the Steel City. <laughs> the Steel Just yell it. It'll city, work. Steel City. Man. <laughs> I, I, you, you know what I almost said? What? Steel Shitty. The Steel Shitty. Yeah, you know Don't why? Do you, do no, that. do you know why I said that? Why? There was a there was a girl in college that uh, my buddy hooked up with, sure. and they used to call her the Steel City Shitter. Um, Why? He the the girls in the sorority. She got drunk one night, and they woke up in the morning, and there was a trail of shit from her bed all the way to the bathroom. And uh, oh boy, yeah. And they like in the middle of the night woke everybody up, and it was the Steel City Shitter. And so we used to tell him, we were like, man, I, you keep going back to hook up with this girl or whatever. She was attractive. But sure. knowing that story that she had shit all over the floor. Um, so I, ever since then, whenever I hear Pittsburgh, I think of the Steel City shitter. And <laughs> there was another, there was a, a friend in her house because we used to have these parties together, like intermixed uh they were called TGs, mm. and uh, there were these parties every Friday night. So when her sorority came over, like I mean, we stocked the we stocked the to the toilets with plenty of toilet paper, everything or whatever. And like I asked somebody in the house about this story. The story was so infamous at this sure. point that I was like nightmare. I, I pulled this girl aside who was like the 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 Reese Witherspoon, like the straight laced one, you know? Right. Um, and I was like, hey. What's the, what's the story with with homegirl the, the Steel City shitter? And I was like, was that true? Was that a true story? Because we've been talking about it forever or whatever. And she goes, Oh, you mean the Pittsburgh pooper? And I was like, Yeah, I guess so. Bravo, <laughs> bravo, nailed it. Boom. Bravo. See ya later. And uh, to this day, like this, you know, the, to this day, it's just been like, Hey, man, I wonder who the Pittsburgh pooper married. Oh. Yeah. Or if that was like an ongoing thing or what. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? College is a ruthless place where like if a, if a story no, it's like a that. a nightmare. No, it's great. That's it's a nightmare awesome. for her. Yeah, but here's the thing. You just can't, you can't, you can't shit all the way down a hallway. Yeah, listen, expect, that's like, never happened gonna... to me, but like I would hate to think. I, yeah. Of that happening yeah. and like a whole school I knowing. Know. God, jeez. Yeah. yeah. And it gets, you know, word travels fast. Sure. When you leave a trail of tears like that, um, it's a it's gonna be a hard road. It's gonna be a hard, hard road, James, is what it's gonna be. Um, this was a fun show tonight. Yeah. 
What? Um, by, by the way, before we leave you tonight, <laughs> I want to talk about Derek Huff's single. <laughs> um, he, if you don't know Derek Huff, he's from Dancing with the Stars. He's a blonde dude. He's got a fucking beard. You know him. He's the only one that's been on forever. Juliana Huff is his sister. Yeah. She used to date you know Ryan Seacrest for years and years. Yeah. And uh, he has... What was what show was that this morning that he was on? Well, it was today or Kelly and Ryan. Yeah, so he was singing his his hit single. Uh, Hold on, I'm kidding. It's a it, he was singing his. I guess he's got a song out, a video, and the whole shit. It's about suicide. I, this is the first time that somebody sang about suicide, and it's actually made made me want to commit it. Where I was just like, oh boy. I mean, come on, bro. It was really bad, but it was really confusing because everyone. Everyone, every talk show, every late night, everyone's saying like, it's so good. He's so great. It's, it's because and it's about it's, suicide, though. Like, not because he's fucking rad. Somebody has to say something about it, right? Someone has to be like, hey, guys, let's stop fucking kissing this guy's ass. Like, it's crazy. It's not good. His voice is horrible. This is like a fun little thing you wanted to do. Yeah. We have to let him know that you can't just do every little fucking thing you want to do. It's it's so weird, just too. Just because you're a dancer. Yeah. How, how people... Because, look, let's face it. If you were a singer, you wouldn't be a singer this late in your life. Like You would be a singer already. Yeah, you'd be a singer already. But now, you know, people are telling him you can do anything. So oh, it's yeah. just like, oh, God. Gross. Grow up, you know? Grow up. Grow up and do the thing that you that comes easy to you, that you're really good at, it's and quit crazy. following your fucking passion, it's idiot. Crazy. That's another thing, by the way. Every actor wants to be a musician for some reason. I don't get it. Because it's cool. But guess what? It takes so much more talent. Yeah. Only a couple like, of, only a couple of cross. Talent and like starting from when you're young. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't just fall into it, fall into it, pick up a guitar in your, you know, 40s and start yeah. picking. You know, it's like, no, challenge yourself tonight uh, after the show's over. YouTube Derek Huff's new music single and watch the video and then and tell me how fuck. many fucking idiots kissed his ass and told him he was good <laughs> in the studio and everything. Oh, you're a true talent. Oh, buddy. You're so this brave. Re- I can really feel this really means something to you. Lame. 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 Uh, thanks for listening, kids. We, we, uh, we had a nice show. We had a fun show, Jabes. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, I'm Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.